Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, who that? You are rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. This is a business-like Thursday because we got plenty of business to get to, including the Memphis Grizzlies getting their first home win. Yes. The streamers fell last night, finally. First time in nine tries at home. You take care of the Utah Jazz in your third and final meeting with them. They had taken the first two, and uh, first one certainly in embarrassing fashion. Uh, 105-91, Grizz get the win. We'll talk about what it means. There were some adjustments. There were some new starters last night. John's man, Derek Rose, had another good one, and then he slipped out the locker room. He didn't want to talk about it. He was absolutely fantastic for the Grizzlies, though, last night in a start. Uh, Roddy, good. Jaron, good. We'll go through all that. How many can you get? How many more wins can you get in this final, what, eight games without John Morant? We will talk about that. College basketball is fun. Last night, at least it was in Fayetteville. That was good news for Memphis. Arkansas gets the win over Duke. That is a quad one win you've got on a, over Arkansas right now back last week in the Battle for, uh, battle for Atlantis. And, uh, yeah, Memphis was certainly smiling about that one. Wasn't smiling about Villanova going down. What's up with that? Villanova losing to St. Joe's last night. You see Tennessee, our boy Connect, yeah. was trying everything he could to bring the Tennessee Vols back last night in Chapel Hill and then goes down to an ankle injury. It was awful news for the Vols. Their first half, Rick Barnes called it the worst they've ever played under him. It's pretty bad. Uh, they came back to make it a decent game, lost in Chapel Hill. And then Thursday night football, we've got that tonight. Dallas Cowboys got a chance to get their first win this season over a team with a winning record. Now, here's the thing. If Seattle loses tonight, they are nine-and-a-half-point underdogs, uh, the Cowboys, they will go back to six-and-six. So does that really count, John, as the sort of big win we've been saying the Cowboys need to get over a real team if you're beating a six-and-five they go back to six-and-six when you beat them? Uh, No. It's true. They'll have to. Uh, they have like, the Cow- get a ton of credit. The, the Cowboys have probably the uh, fakest good record in the in the entire. I don't. Oh, it's all over guys with losing records. Yeah, and that's like and 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 it's but it's, it's about way, to, it's about to turn up though. Oh, for sure. This. You're right. Their their schedule gets really tough. Oh yeah, their schedule gets really tough. Uh, but yeah, the t- the team the two teams they played, uh, they've lost. They've lost. I mean, in terms of you know real quality opponents. I mean, they got absolutely housed by San Francisco, and. Uh, I mean, you could argue that they should have beaten Philadelphia. They were right there. I mean, a couple of plays, right? Dak goes uh, out of bounds with the two-point conversion. He gets to the one-yard line. Played well in that line. game. Yeah, he did play well in that game for Again, the most part. He always finds a way, though. But in the high-leverage situation. Oh, yeah, they, they hadn't beat the big boys yet. Uh, really he, the same as Miami at this point. Uh, yeah. you got to prove it. Yeah, no, that's true. Against the big dogs. Good point. 
Uh, Miami really hasn't beat anybody either. They, they Again, they probably should have beaten the Kansas City Chiefs when you hold them to zero points in the second half, but they yep. could not do it. No, you're holding that against them still. Um, so, yes. Uh, anyway, we'll get to, into all of that. Grizz do indeed get the uh, first yes. one. They tried to they tried to keep it from us uh, with the lights, bro. They tried. To, I, I was listening to House of Time when that happened. Apparently half the FedEx form went out, yeah. the other half still on. Yeah. And about five minutes, ten minutes. Yeah. They're not so bad. It builds character, you know. It's an MLGW thing. Yeah, it builds character. You you know you you can't be a real Memphian uh, unless you know you you lose power in the winter. Need them renovations. Money for renovations. Yeah, that's coming. That that that's because the lights won't. Once we have the new five hundred fifty million dollar building renovated, the uh, lights won't, the go, lights out. won't go out. Well, that's not the MLGW ain't gonna change because it could be old wiring. It could be old it could wiring. Be old wiring in that place. You have remember when somebody smoked in there and set off the fire alarm? Remember that? Oh, that was in Uncle back, back. Uncle Larry in the back. Somebody was in the shower, wasn't he? Uh, oh, was that smoking what it was? a blunt or a cigar or something? Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember. Yeah. I kind of remember that now. Yeah, we got to get the upgrades. Uh, and and they're coming. And they're uh, you know I can't, I can't make any promises on MLGW, but I can I can tell you that the updates are coming to the forum. Thank you. Can definitely promise so you that. At least update the wiring. Drew Hill is going to join us at eleven twenty-five. We'll talk to him about the Grizzlies. Um, you know, listen, uh, it's it's it, it was a great night, and you had to have it. Quite frankly, it was desperation time. But you still do have eight games left without John Morant. Is this going to be a launch pad to try to get through that respectively? Like, did they find something in that starting lineup potentially mm-hmm. that could, it, you know, at least, you know, I, I, I we'll ask Drew. We'll see what he thinks. Uh, so we'll get into all that with him at eleven twenty-five. Jeff Cox is going to join us at one twenty-five. Cox, if uh, if Von Miller has been located by the time that he joins us, what at is happening with that? He apparently uh, assaulted his pr- uh, pregnant woman last night. His, he assaulted his pregnant woman. I don't know if it's his or who, you know. I don't know who's you know, what the relation is. I don't know if she's gotcha. pregnant That's with what, his gotcha. child, but gotcha. uh, uh, that, phrase, so. that is the alleged you know. Got it. Um, Got it. He That's is serious. He is on. He is one. He a wanted man, according to uh, reports that I've seen. Dallas police are, are hoping he turns himself in. So we'll see if that happens. Uh, the Bills' season just continues to spiral. Yeah, it's over. I mean, this is an absolute mess um, for the Buffalo Bills. So he'll join us. Uh, at one twenty-five. That's the show today. Got a few things we need to touch on. Let's do a little over/under. It's Jason and John's over/under. Over. Over. Under. Under. All right, that was win number four for the Grizzlies this season. Uh, first home win of the year. Thank you for the Memphis Grizzlies. Eight games left before Ja Morant makes his return. So uh, here's what we're going to go through: five and a half wins before Ja Morant. Returns over under. Looking at what's left, eight left, four right now, and it's the ones you're about to embark on a three game road trip. Obviously, starts with Dallas and Phoenix. It's the end of that one, the one that was added uh, from this end season tournament at Detroit. That you certainly circle there, and you say, you know, "Grizz could be favored in that game, even though they're on the road." And then one of the two Houston games, I think you've got to get particularly probably the one. Back here at home on Friday, December 15th. Everything else is going to be tough. Because, again, we're talking about Dallas-Phoenix to start the road trip, finish it with Detroit. Hopefully you go one and two. Minnesota-Dallas here at the house. That's rough. You already know. I mean, Minnesota's one of the best teams in the West. And Edwards, one of the best players in the league. And then Dallas, they just, I don't, I don't care who's playing, they give you fits no matter what. As long as Luka's out there, we get it. Got the, got the two with Houston. Again, hopefully you split. Right, like to take two there, but this is—I think this is do. This should be the this should be the floor. 
get one of those two, then you're at Oklahoma City, boom, Jai's back after that. So so what I'm saying here is get to get to six. The stretch for six, John. Six and nineteen, you know, that that that's can you go thirty four and twenty three? After Ja gets back over those final 57, that's 11 games over 500. I, I use that mark because 40, it, and it, it, it may not be the target this year. You may need 42 wins, but 40 puts you right there in play-in territory. It's what OKC had last year. Now, again, can, can you better that pace? We'll talk, maybe. But back to the, to the number here, five and a half. Dude, I think you got to get to six. And anything else at this point? And it feels weird saying this, but it's true because of how bad this has been. Uh-huh. Anything else is gravy over six. So give me give me six. Give me over. They're going to get two out of this next eight. Yeah, I think they're going to get to five. I agree it, on the Pistons point. They are miserable. You don't think we can get one of the two against Houston? Houston have the – if I'm not mistaken, Houston has not won on the road. There's something weird about them. Yeah, 0-7. I guess, See what I'm saying? I, I guess the Rockets is a possible. Got to get it, bro. You can't let Dylan get you three times to start this thing. Yeah, I'll say they get to six. I'll yeah, say, I'll say, yeah. Uh, the, I think six is the floor, man. So you got to get I mean, Well, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say the floor. But, <laughs> but well, here, here's the issue. You know, Derrick Rose was fantastic last night, and so was Roddy. In right. his second start of the season, they played. You can't depend on that from either one of them. So you could be back to, exactly. again, where are the role guys coming? You know, Santi's back to the bench with what you put out there in the starting line. That's good because it helps the bench. But, again, can you depend? You really need Kennard back. Yep. You'd like to get Marcus back as quickly as possible. Who knows if that even happens before Ja. Yep. But but Kennard certainly. That, but that's my thing, though, John. To, six, though, seems like a number that you'd. You know, I, I you, think you gotta get because I, I think they have I think they have yeah with the Pistons who, who again are miserable I would say I would say six is is fair but man I I mean you're talking about like like heavyweights though the Pistons have have lost fifteen straight yeah they're is that they're, possible? they're abysmal they are I mean I, it's, it's somehow possible to be worse than what the Grizzlies have done they have done it goodness um yeah I mean that the, the that that is ultimately the issue here is you have Dallas Phoenix Minnesota. Dallas again, Houston twice, OKC there. I mean, six. I would say six is probably <laughs> realistically the best you're going to do, you know, which I think is, again, it's also possible. It's also, like I would say, firmly possible. I think you're getting five for sure. <laughs> Are you going over or under? I'm going over. No, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll go All six. Right. I'll go, I think they get to sit. I think they probably, December 15th against the Rockets at home, I'll say that's number six. Get six, 34 and 23. Gets you to forty. I'd feel safer. Okay, that white station math checks out. I'd feel safer if you could. You tell me if you can do this. Thirty-six and twenty-one, fifteen games over five hundred when Jaws back. Is that asking for too much? Because then you're then you're at forty-two and forty. Well, what pace is that, right? Like what? Like like if you just extrapolate. You love that going on. to pace. What are you like winning percentage? Well, like yeah, like well, I, over I the course the of a regular season, right? Like what is that? What does that come like look like over the course of an eighty-two, thirty-six and twenty-one? Is that like a pace of fifty and thirty-two, uh, forty? You know what I'm saying? Like you see what I'm trying to get at? It feels very possible. It feels 34 and 21. 34 and 23. 34 and 23. Okay. 57 games we're talking about. You got to yeah. get with me here. Yeah. Okay. 34 and 23 gets you to 40 if you can win six. Yeah. I mean, we've sort of, we, we're, we're identifying 40 as like this magic number. Again, 40 has been a number that's gotten, yeah. it's, it's, wor- it's gotten 
everybody in the play in the last couple of years. Yeah. Hell, hell, San Antonio, now this is not going to happen this year, but a couple of years ago, San Antonio got in with 34. Yep. They were the last one. Yep. Again, I've shot higher here. I'm thinking 40 to the 44 range is where you need to be. Right. And again, if we're talking six wins before Ja gets back, I think 34 and 23 is doable. That's 11 games over 500. Ja ain't going to play all 57 of them. Uh, but you're talking about hopefully, right, some – I mean – Look at how bad the health situation's been. Don't you, by just law of averages, it has to even out a little bit in terms of when you get Kennard back, you get Smart back. Hopefully, my point is you get decent health over that time. Jai's not going to play all of them, but 11 games over 500 puts you at 40. Yep. Be 40 and 42 on the season, you'd at least be in the mix. Yeah. I know, I know you know, Jeff and, uh, and, and Chris have broken this down. How many games back? Of the ten, are you going to be? Right, and that's one way to look at it. Yep, I'd, I'd rather, and and it is. You can you can do it this whole conversation that way, and say you can't fall too many more games back of it because you're going to have too much of a hill Today to climb. You're four back, right? I mean, you look at the teams that you got to climb over. That, that that ultimately is the big problem. I mean, the only team that I could actually see falling out is the Rockets, and they're at five hundred, right? I mean, the Clippers and Warriors are not going to fall out. I mean, the Warriors are in eleven. Are, are in the. 11th I don't know. Spot the Warriors right look, look broken to me. They're two and eight in their last ten. Their time could be done. It, it's possible. I still feel like they'll find a way to. Well, I mean, it's all stuff. They they should yeah. get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. No, no. I mean, and, and it probably is a proper way to look at it because you got to jump all those teams. Exactly. Um, no, I do think there. I do but think I'm asking it will for be eleven games over five hundred when Ja gets back. It's going to put you in the area. R- exactly. In the area. I think thirty-four and twenty-three is probably even. I would say. Conservative. That's I would what, say that's, that's what I'm what And two more gets you to 42 and 40. Right. I think if uh, 30, 32 more is 36 and 21. I think the best you can hope for is 37 and 20, realistically, in that 57 games. That gets you to 43 wins. I think the worst you can hope for is probably 33, 34. I think Ja is going to make that much of a difference. Last year, forty to forty-three wins got you in the plan. The the four teams that were in it, those were the those were the the winning totals. And forty to forty-four in the East. Year before in the West, it was crazy because uh, San Antonio was tenth with thirty-four wins. Again, that's not going to happen. Yeah, it was thirty-four to forty-six, and in the East it was forty-three to forty-four. So that's why I'm in that forty to forty-four range. If you can swing in there, yep. And sort of land in that, land the plane in there some kind of way. Yeah, you'll be close. Yeah, Mark's listening. I think thanks to his Michigan math, thirty six and twenty one is a fifty one or fifty two win pace. They've already they've they've surpassed that the last two years. So I mean, we've already seen Jod do this. So it makes me feel a lot more comfortable about him coming in and this thing taking on a torrential pace. Again, some of that with Stephen Adams. That's true. I mean, that, that you know that I mean, that's but I I think Ja is you know. It won't be as good. So if it's if, you know it's. I, I mean, I'm, I feel bad that our white we couldn't put our white station heads together and get you that 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 winning that pace. I mean, they were fifty six last number. year. I'm, I'm I'll give you five for Stephen Adams. Jaws done this. I don't understand. I don't understand either. I don't understand why it's it has a, to be so hard. She doesn't get it. Even Siri's confused, bro. We're not. We're on. We were in. For some reason, you needed that pace. I needed number. to know, like, in terms of okay, what are we really asking, right? And, and what you've come to is back to where I am. Doable. Oh, you for need sure. to get to six. Yes. And yes. then thirty-four and twenty-three puts you in the in the in the target range of forty to forty-four wins. Absolutely. Yeah, hopefully, you can go a little better. Absolutely. And uh, that's good math. It's pace setter math. A little bit of, you know, we did it, Joe. We did it. We figured out what the pace is. 
Yeah, we both go over. They'll have six. They'll have six wins. Uh, a, it took a Michigan man to get it. Over. Under. So, All right. Uh, moving on depressing. to NFL. Uh, margin of victory tonight for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, sitting now around nine. I would say consensus nine uh, across the board. Some places are going to be at nine and a half. Some places are going to be at eight and a half. So we will split the middle, and we will call it nine for the Dallas Cowboys tonight. Uh, hosting the Seattle Seahawks, Jason. Over. Under. I have no feel here. No opinion. Uh, no, just no feel because I, I, I'll be real honest with you. I haven't watched a ton of Seahawks. Looks to me like that thing's breaking down, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not a team that's the, the trajectory is pointed upwards. And so I just think Dallas, much in the way that they have with the other so-so to okay teams that they've played, Dak Prescott is playing on an MVP level. I don't know if you know that, John. If you look at his numbers, he's been fantastic. Again, the only criticism of him is, Listen, you, you got to do it against the Philadelphias. You got to do it against the big boy teams. And he played well against Philly. Again, they come up short, though. So th- there really is, there's not much to criticize this year on Dak. Remember the interceptions last? He's cut that all the way down, playing fantastic. So, again, another so so team, which I think Seattle is. Uh, I think Dallas rolls. They'll probably play with their food for about two and a half to three quarters, and then they'll, blow up, they'll beat them in the fourth. The, the, you know, the story that we haven't talked enough about is this dude, Deron Bland. I had to give him a respect burger last week. Yeah. He's broken the record, dude. And then he did it again. Right? He, t- he tied the record at four, and then he broke yeah, it last okay. week. Okay, that's what he did. He broke it. Which is yeah. unbelievable. Five. Yeah. He's got five pick yeah. sixes we've Insane. never seen yeah. in our lives. This dude scores like a running back or something. Like he's an offensive weapon the way he's scoring here, bro. We've never seen it. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit like you'd have the... Uh, we were talking about how much they might miss Stephon Diggs. This dude then stepped up and set records. Yep. Past Eric Allen. There were two other guys tied with Eric Allen at four. We've never seen anything like it. It's like when, you know... You know who's got the record? Of DB pick sixes? Pick six, interception, yep. Returns for touchdown. Uh, you mean like for his career? Yep. Ed Reed? No. Peanut Tillman? Uh-uh. Uh, uh, Charles Woodson? Nope, but it's a Woodson. Rod? Yes. Man, shout out to Rod, Rod Woodson, Woodson, bro. Light-skinned Rod. Great Raiders. Handsome brother. Played for a lot of teams, though. He this did. Baltimore Raiders. Heard that this morning. He's got the record. Great. On Get Up. I remember, He was part of that uh, Super Bowl team with the Raiders. He was part of that resurgence in the early 2000s. Do there. we both like Cowboys here to cover or no? Yeah. I, I mean, is nine and a half too much? No, I don't. Um, uh, you have two teams here. Turning in totally different directions. You said it's at nine, though, is the consensus, right? Yeah. I thought I saw nine and a half this morning. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been back and forth, you know, as these things go. Uh, Seahawks are just, they don't have K-9 tonight. Um, Gino's not right. Cowboys, healthy. They've been beating up on, on bad teams all year long. And I think Seahawks are closer to a bad team than they are a good one. Um, Dallas is outscoring opponents 205 to 60 at home. Um, that, oh, you had that stat yesterday. That has right. less to do with them being home as it does them playing really bad teams. And that's, again, what I consider uh, the Seattle Seahawks here. Who are two and three on the road. Yeah. Um, Seattle was not really in it against the San Francisco 49ers last week. Um, part of that is the pass rush. And guess what Dallas has with Michael Parsons? They have a monstrous pass rush. Uh, and so I think this is absolutely going to be a uh, long night for Geno Smith. Um you know, this is this is where the Cowboys are at their absolute best. It's not in the playoffs. It's not against, like, good teams. It's against these teams that are mediocre, that are on the road. Um, I just think Dallas probably rolls in this one. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't even think it's a deal where, you know, they play around. I think they just jump out on them, and it's never particularly close. Um, also, I think there's a stat that, like, Dallas' margin of 
victory. There's point point differential in the fourth quarter is the best in the NFL. So I just don't really see this as being a uh, particularly interesting one tonight. On I'm uh, sorry to Al Michaels. You know I I hate it for him. Another another week of just bad football for him. But he'll be yeah. fine. Talking yeah. about Dak. America's team. Exactly right. So, yes, I think the Cowboys uh, absolutely get it done tonight. Uh, it's not that interesting. All right. Uh, what we're going to have to come up with for Seth Hennigan, Jason, $1 billion. That's not the correct number. It can't be. No, it's just what they. this is what the, the sheet says, $1 billion. That's what NIL is all about these days. It should be. It should read $1 million. Oh, sorry, one million. So uh, we'll cha- we'll get that changed from a B to an M. Very interesting here. Nebraska head coach Matt Rule um, was talking to reporters and told them, said, "Make no mistake, a good quarterback in the transfer portal cost one million to one and a half million to two million right now." You notice, John? He did not say, he didn't say a Power Five quarterback. Well, that's just he said a good one. That's where he lives. Though. So just so, so to him, there is only power five. I'll, I'll finish the quote. You're right. So just uh, you're right on that point, but I could still push back on that. So just so we're on the same page, right? Let's make sure we all understand what's happening. There are some teams that have six to seven million dollar players playing for them. Let's go back to what he said about good QBs. One million to one and a half million to two million. He said for a good quarterback, Seth Hennigan qualifies as that. Second team all AAC. He, he should have been first team if they'd won more games. He would have been or finished higher in the standings. He would have been because he led the AAC in passing yards and was second in total offense. He had a fantastic year. We know the story. Of, it feels like he's coming back. Said after the uh, SMU loss, it's not his final game. I don't know that that's been definitively stated, yep. but it feels like that's the way it's going. Again, Tevin Carter, the backup, has announced his transfer. So it certainly seemed to be what the tea leaves are saying. We've talked about it. Seth has stayed here. You've obviously had to pay him some sort of NIL to help keep him here. Yep. How much do you think Seth Hennigan is getting if good quarterbacks from Memphis? Right. We recognize the resources are different. Ryan's told you all about that. Right. Than they are in the Power Five. How much are you giving Seth uh, if a good quarterback Power Five is paying one to two million? You know, first of all, I don't think you really need to, you know, uh, inject your own opinion on how it is or isn't different here. You know. I mean, I, I, I didn't inject anything. I, I gave I you think, nuts I, and bolts. I, I think you need to sort of keep. I that gave you all facts. Keep that to self. Um, with that being said, you know, um, you come to Memphis, you play for the love of the game. You know, you don't you don't come here for the bells and whistles. You know, you don't come here to, you know, uh, flash a fancy car or you know, uh, AP bust down. You know, what I'm saying like this is not this is not if, you, if that's what you want, go play somewhere else. Go play Ole Miss. Go play at Florida State. You know, you play. You come here. You play because you want to bond, because you want to win nine games a year, right? That's what you come here to do. You don't come here for the money. That's not what we're in this for, bro. When it's because we love the game, we love this city, city's team. So, Seth, Seth, Seth would would pay to play at Memphis, as any Tiger would. You crazy? So, I mean, you want me to put a number on this? And the number is zero. Number is, is absolutely nothing, bro. You must think Seth's a damn fool. He's the son of a coach. Can we get it up to a million for him? 
Man, no. Well, you telling we, uh, me one of these power fives without we're a have quarterback to lay doesn't look at this dude with 10,000 yards that. career and say we wouldn't give him one and a half million if Matt Rule is saying they're going for that much? Because he's certainly a good quarterback. Oh, he's a, he's a very good 1. quarterback. 1.2 for anything over a million that a power five could offer him if the going rate for good is between one and two million. You think the Memphis quarterback we can't should get be him making a million dollars? I'm saying we can't get him up to what, higher than where he is now? What's, what's he making? I'll, Speculate. I'll say this. If Seth Higgins making a million dollars, I'm about to start examining that performance a little closer. What performance? All of it. The, this year? Yeah, all of it. He stepped up. He I wasn't told making he a million this year. Let's, if you want to if you, if you give Seth Higgins If the going rate for a good million quarterbacks dollars. is a million to two, and you got to keep this man around, if you got any horsepower and having a decent season, like, okay, I'm saying where can we get it up to? We can get it up to, uh, I think, you, 250. I don't think it's ridiculous to think that some Power Five wouldn't offer him a million bucks oh, if Matt Rule says the going rate yes. is between one and two for a oh, good. Oh yeah. So I that's so here's my that. point. Okay, Memphis can't get him to a million, but they got to get him up. Memphis can't get him. You have to reward the loyalty. You have to do you have to reward the season this dude had. I don't know. Maybe Memphis can get him to half a million because they were trying. They were. They were. They were. Um, I don't remember what they were trying to get pre-scored. It wasn't close to that. I don't remember. I the, thought pre-scored was like three fifty to Ole Miss. Yeah, okay, so if you got 350 to go to Ole Miss. But, again, that's a tight end. Well, that's true. Okay, so I'll give you So it's, it's you probably got a level. I'll on. give you 400 on set. Hell no. You got to give him half a million dollars. Well, what about the rest you're of the You're getting team, a heck bro? of a deal if you get Seth Hennigan for half a million dollars. Dude led the AAC Well, you can't pass come to Memphis like thinking you're going to get, you know, you're not going to be a, a. What do you mean come to Memphis? The situation has changed since he's come, and he's also piled up 10,000 yards. So that uh, your leverage goes up. Oh, uh, that now, is. Uh, listen, you can't but, just say expect. Seth Hennigan to keep oh playing the loyalty card. I'll keep doing it for free, as you yes. joke around about. Yeah, you I got him to do that. I mean, you got to pay the man. And I recognize Memphis can't give a good quarterback a million bucks. I'm sure, but you got to get him up. I mean, he deserves more. Obviously, again, based on Dude, what Matt Rule is telling us. I don't. Can we, don't upload this. Don't upload this podcast because I don't need don't you. Don't listen to him. I don't need you to pollute anybody's thinking. Okay, when it comes to this program. Because what you're, you're Why trying to, are you you're trying to give Ryan Silverfield a lifetime contract, but you want <laughs> Seth, you want Seth Hennigan to play for free? Bro, I'm trying to be realistic about our resources. All right, we have you bass backwards, as Jeff Calkins we have, would say. We have 90 guys, okay, that we have to take care of, and you want to give all of the NIL to one man. What about the rest of the team, bro? What about the rest of the skill position guys I have to keep? What about Rock Taylor? You want to get Rock's going to get a little Rock Taylor going to get twenty eight dollars yep. in a Captain D's I, gift card. I know, fourth in the AAC in receiving yards. He was fantastic. He's going to get a little he something. Get? He got him. He gonna get something. Mr. Man over here, you okay. got Mr. Moneybags over here. Uh, I'm just telling you right now, we got to get it up for Seth Hennigan, y'all. He was fantastic in it. Memphis in, basketball couldn't even uh, hold on to Tia Fale, I bro. Be, I, I just can't believe the way you want to do business, not pay that man. Oh, let me be clear. I don't want to do no business. You think they don't? They don't need nothing down in Denton, Texas, that his family can't use a little extra bump? I. Uh huh. That's separate of what no, I no, think Memphis not. I know, can do. I know they're doing well, bro. But again, this is a good quarterback, and he'd be foolish. Foolish to do it for two fifty or three hundred, wherever you're trying to put him at. He got to get half a mil. You're out of control. Half a million dollars is not out of control for a good quarterback. Matt Rule will tell you Memphis getting a hell of a deal for Seth Hennigan is what he would tell you. At Memphis, if you told him it's half a million bucks. At Memphis, my brother. I mean, damn, bro. I think you. I think you went to bed and woke up thinking that Memphis was in the no, Big Twelve. You just said you think. Yeah, you, see, you're trying to be funny. You just said you think we can get him up to 400000 
but but a hundred thousand more is wilding out. So move on because down I got, somewhere. I got Rod because, Taylor. I gotta because pay. this kid again has earned at least a half a million bucks. If what Matt Rule says is the going rate for good quarterbacks, he's earned at least half a million from him. Well, okay, but and, and that's a tough spot to be in. But yes, it, we're talking about going rate to what the market is. Seth could I, walk. I agree and like, get more. If he comes back to Memphis, he is going to take less. He is a, he is a, a, accepting yeah, a lot less. less. Yes. It'd be a half a million yes. less if he's getting five hundred thousand. Yes, than what Matt Rule says he could get out there. A hundred percent. We need Matt Rule to shut the hell up. All he right. just he just put it all out there. You don't need to be putting that out there. If I'm Seth, I will. You hear you perk up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. No, I, I, just like Ryan went back in the negotiations when that Indiana mess came out. <laughs> I'm going back in negotiations if I'm Seth. Okay. Saying I, I look look what Matt Rule said, Coach. Well, look, I think you, I mean it's just business. You, you, I ain't trying to screw that. He's earned it, and so the, I'm sure they're. I mean, you gotta you gotta get him the most money possible, whatever that number is. What's our number here, over or under? A uh, million. Well, he ain't getting a million. We okay. both agree on that, I guess. Yeah. At least we can agree to agree on that. Well, you better make a conference championship game if you I can't get a million. You, you want this young man to play for free, want to give all the money to Ryan Silverfield. How, what is wrong with you? Bro, Ryan Silverfield is not getting a raise. We got to go pay for a new D.C. too, don't we? Yes. But Ryan Silverfield is not getting a raise. And you should have disclosed that you represented Seth Hennigan in his NIL dealings before we started this bit. Seth Hennigan better stand on business. <laughs> Somebody got to, right? Yeah, you going to do it for him. He earned it, bro. You, are you getting 4%? Two picks, two picks over the last six games, seven over the first six. He cleaned it up and threw threw that ball over the He was the only reason you beat these sucker teams. Matt Rule he blowing it up. He was the only up. reason. Matt Rule blowing it up for everybody. Might as well just say, if I was if I was an SEC coach, you know what I'd say? I, they're throwing $7 million at these quarterbacks. I would just I would just light a flame to it. I would just be pure chaos. I heard last week one quarterback got ten million dollar offer. I'll tell you, I'm just gonna say that if Memphis football is getting Seth Hennigan for three hundred and fifty thousand or less, they got the best deal in college football. That's right. Going into next season. I think they very much do. And that's a hell of a dude. That's a hell of a Hell, y'all need to put him in the M Club Hall of Fame and everything soon. The moment he stepped, don't wait five years. This is one of the great ones 100%. to walk through here and play for less like that. That's right. Putting so we on, love you, Seth. Putting on I can't give them no more respect burgers. They were I gonna, got no more meat. They were going to give him 500 but they saw that video from the locker room, bro. They said, oh, we can't give him 500 after that. Don't even go to bed. That was, that was not one of our <laughs> finest days. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Drew Hill's going to join us. They don't have to worry about NIL problems at uh, Alabama. They got a big game this week. So we'll talk to him about that. Grizzlies going to win last night against the Jazz. What's... A realistic expectation for them to rest away without Ja. All that and more when we get back. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. First, I got to tell you about FanDuel. As the weather's getting colder, these NFL offers are staying hot over at FanDuel. Right now, you new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So tonight's the perfect opportunity. You know, you got the Dallas Cowboys as huge favorites against the Seattle Seahawks. Put the $5 money line down on the Dallas Cowboys. All you need to do is win, uh, and you get $150 free and in action. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on this action. The app's easy to use, safe to use, fun to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, all of them, basically player props, over-unders, and so much more. Got a bunch of fun props and uh, uh, odds boosts as well. Uh, be on the lookout always for that 92.90 ESPN 
uh, odds boost sometime. We'll let you know when it's coming, not this weekend, but hopefully we'll have a couple more before the season's over. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Smith. You can get in on the fun this NFL season. Again, that promo code is J-S-M-I-T-H. It's only on FanDuel, official partner of the NFL, number 929 FM ESPN. You must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus is issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem called Tennessee Redline. 1-800-889-97. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Drew Hill covers the Memphis Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. Joins us every single Thursday here on the show, and he joins us now. And this is the first time this year that Drew has joined us after a home win by the Memphis Grizzlies. Long overdue, my friend. How you doing? Long, long overdue. I'm doing great. How about you guys? All is good, man. So Better. Um, I guess sort of the, the challenge, right, um, is you took care of what you had to take care of. You, you, you capitalized on a a bad jazz team that was missing its best player in a desperation spot. So you took care of that. So now the challenge is trying to decipher, okay, is this a moment where it is just that? And then, then, you know, you got your Suns and your Mavs games and, you know, the, the schedule gets daunting and it looks more like it looked the last two weeks. Or is this a moment that you can really sort of jump off of and now guys are, are, are re-engaged now that they can see the light at the end of the tunnel with Josh's return? Like, just based on how the guy sort of sounded last night, what way would you lean? Yeah, um, as I wrote, I think it's fair to be honest about this. Um, that was a team that they should beat. I mean, they're decent-sized favorites yesterday. Utah is just as bad on the road, now 1-8, and eight, as the Grizzlies are at home, now 1-8. and eight. Um, So, was this an impressive win? No, it wasn't an impressive win. Does it mean that encouraging signs can't be encouraging signs? No. I mean, I think you should take these as encouraging signs. Um, I think it's a good, positive thing. You know, we heard the players 
say yesterday, and I noted in the story that, like, Taylor Jenkins essentially turned the keys over to them in practice on Tuesday and said, you know what, you guys, go. You, there's been all this talk about conversation and about communication and, and about how much better that needs to be. Well, then I want to see it. Like, you guys show it. You guys do it. You run the practice. And so the players essentially ran the practice. And there was Marcus talking, uh, essentially trying to run parts of practice and all kinds of veterans. And I knew something was up. I knew something was different because when I showed up, they were playing like the in-arena music as they were running up and down the practice court. Like, da da na 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 You know what I mean? The, the background music. And I was like, oh, wow, they're – really trying to simulate a game here. Um, and so, like, all that's a positive that's built on that. They they went and they had that practice. They felt like it was productive. They came out. They won a game. Um, I don't know if you can credit Marcus's speech, but it certainly didn't hurt anything, um, obviously. And, uh, as I'm writing today, it's not out yet, but, like, I think they do have a good balance from their veterans. Like, you hear Marcus is kind of the – hard on him, harsh reality type of guy who will call things effing embarrassing and say, do you actually want to win and like be harsh? And then you have a guy like Biz who's really positive all the time. Like all these are great signs. You should take them as great signs. And, uh, and they won a game yesterday. So everybody should be happy. That was unfortunate that Derrick Rose slipped out right after, after performing like that in the start in this, I just mean slipped out in the sense that he didn't, it sounds like from Jeff and everybody else. And you would know, Drew, I guess he did, he didn't do media afterwards, but a fantastic performance in a starting role, 14 and nine. I don't think any of us are expecting Derrick Rose to do that any time, but I figured, I mean, that would have been a great part of this story if, but, but maybe, maybe, maybe to him, you know, it's just proof, hey, you know, I remember what he said this preseason, I'm not just here to babysit. He did perform well in the starting spot. What did you, you think of his performance, and were you a little bit let down like I was that, uh, that we didn't get to hear from? Um, so Derek did talk in the morning at shoot-around okay. yesterday. So I feel like, you know. That's the obligation. Once he had done, done it once. Yeah. He had kind of done his obligation. He's a vet. I get you. I get you. Um, which yeah. is fair. Yeah. Um, and we have been, to be also to be fair, like, we know Derek has kids that he goes home to, right? So right. the players that have kids all leave before the players that don't have kids. And so uh, Derek is always the first to get ready. And if you want to talk to Derek, then you have to skip Taylor Jenkins because Derek will be gone and out of the building. I respect it. And so, yep. and so by the time anybody got there, Derek had already left, which I think is perfectly fine. Um, so I take no issue with, with what happened at all. Um, but yeah, I think he was great yesterday. He's done this in a few games now. Um, I think he is proving that he does have some game left, but what I loved about what Derek Rose did was he just upped the tempo. Like yeah. he set the whole tone of the game. Cause when he's flying around, Gilliard can do that for rebounds. And, yep. You know, yeah. Gilliard can't do that at the, at the same rate. And like, that's what this team needs so desperately. Like if anything was, blatantly obvious last night it was that this team absolutely has to push and transition like they have to try to score some fast break points it's the only way that they're going to be able to generate offense is like go get easy ones you might as well just try to run every single possession made basket missed basket whatever just try to run just just go for it because that's your best offense 90 percent of the time and it proved to be a huge boost for them 
yesterday, especially when teams are just going to sell out on Bain and Jackson. Like, you, there's nothing you could run offensively that's really going to help you. Like, you might as well try to get out in uh, on a break. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, on that D Rose piece, it's hard to say. I mean, it's a combination of things because it was the Jazz. It was a, obviously a desperation spot, but he. Like I think he's obviously he's had to be better than even they expected, right? I mean, I know they they brought him in. They said he's not here to, and he said he's not here to babysit. But it just sort of feels like it feels like that year off last year where he didn't really play that much has sort of you know given him this, and, and maybe being back in Memphis, right? Like be, maybe coming back home to preserve the boost. Yeah, is, is is that sort of how it feels to you that you know having not really played much at all last year that maybe it's prolonged his career in terms of effectiveness a little bit because he's doing things that we haven't seen this guy do in a, in a in a while, honestly. I don't know, maybe, but I think that this also just uh, I don't know. It shows like the the Tom Thibodeau weirdness that tends to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen this, right? Wears them down. Thibodeau and Jimmy Butler and Thibodeau, like, you know. And so Tom Thibodeau essentially didn't play Derrick Rose last year because they didn't think he was good enough to play. Like, go ask some people that cover the Knicks, and they'll say, yeah, uh, I'm surprised they gave Derrick Rose a two-year contract because the Knicks didn't think he was good enough to be on the floor. Well, he looks pretty good. Like, he definitely looks good enough to be on the floor. That's for damn sure. Um, so to me, it, it strikes me a little bit of just, we've seen this, like Tom Thibodeau is really weird with the guys he uses yep. and how he uses them, um, almost to his detriment sometimes. And that is what this, uh, strikes me as. And, and Derek seems to be right from the beginning. Like I still have something left in the tank and he's out there proving it. Um, I hope the Grizzlies continue to be careful with him because you really need to, him to stay healthy. Um, it's also a two-year contract. Uh, we'll see. You know, that's another yeah. thing. It's not just a one-year. It's a two-year. So, you know, it would be ideal if uh, you, you get him for that second one as well. Um, and, and I was talking to somebody who I really, uh, whose opinion I really respect. Uh, this was over the weekend, um, you know, when the Grizzlies were just sort of in the, in the, in the in molasses here before this fifth win, or fourth win, I should say. Um, and and their point was when Ja returns, not only are you getting back a superstar, but you're basically putting everybody back where they're supposed to be, and they're not playing out of position. And that as a result of that, this is going to transform. Um, I assume we're all bullish on on the return of Ja Moran and what it will mean for these Grizzlies. What sort of how would you describe your level of bullishness, and you know maybe what should be the the ambition for this Grizzlies team. I mean, I think we, I think we can, I think we can assign them six. I think we can assign them six and nineteen when Ja returns. Um, so, if that is indeed the record, what should be a realistic ambition for these Grizzlies after that? I mean, I still think that they can make a play-in spot. I really do. I mean, it just depends on how much things change. Um, and I'm bullish on the return of Ja Morant, but there are a lot of elements at play here. Um, beyond John Morant that I think need to improve in order to do something like that. Um, I actually wrote a piece yesterday. It came out like the middle of the day yesterday, so it didn't have a lot of life before the game. And, of course, the Grizzlies won, so now people don't really want to look at the bad stuff. But I spent a ton of time on the NBA's tracking website looking up what makes this team, what has made this team not quite as good as anyone thought they would be. Uh, beyond the obvious and like where does losing jaw really impact the team where does 
the depth of injuries really impact the team. Um, and I came across a lot of big, you know, interesting discoveries. Um, met, like, like obviously this team's way worse at shooting this year than they were a season ago. They've been really bad inside five feet. They're getting blocked at a 5% more rate um, this season. And they have way fewer drives than they did a season ago. Um, they're actually getting more open and wide open shots. Problem is those shots are for players that don't make shots. So um, there's just a lot of changes. There's a lot of in-depth detail that you don't notice um, until you really dive into it. And I think bringing job back is obviously going to help, but I do think that this team needs to improve offense. I do think that the tweaks to the offense that they made in the off season haven't exactly worked swimmingly this year when you go look at the numbers. And so they need to get healthy overall. They need more depth. They need to put guys in the right spots. This isn't as simple as, you know, replace John Morant or Desmond Bain last year. Like you have eight guys essentially with career high usage rates. So you're asking everybody to do more, which is a real, real challenge. Um, So I think that it's not as simple as we're making it, but I will say, I think John Moran is going to fix a lot when he comes back. Um, I do too, and it, it, and if we all agree that you know by default the Grizzlies are going to be better than the Spurs, Portland, and Utah, right? So that the teams that you're going to need to jump to get into the play-in are you know right now they'd be Golden State, the Clippers, the Rockets, which John and I both identify. We don't believe in them. They still have one on the road. Pelicans. I'll leave the Lakers out because you just can't. I just can't see you know AD and LeBron not being there. But but back to that point. Which of those teams, Pelicans, Rockets, Clippers, Warriors, do you believe the least in? If you're picking out a couple of them, and 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 I'm figuring Rockets would be one of them. But which of the others do you? I mean, are you are are we watching the end of Golden State? Is it too premature to stay? That that's looked real bad here, especially the last ten. Like of those other teams, which ones would be your targets for teams to drop if you're the Grizz? Um, I would keep my – obviously, Houston, yeah, like you said. Um, I think I would keep my eye on Golden State. Mm-hmm. I don't – I think Golden State is a play-in team. Um, but I don't know. Like, as Clay Thompson ages, and now you're playing guys like Chris Paul. Yeah. And, and Draymond seems to be off the rails uh, a little bit more than usual this season. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that could take a bad turn, and maybe the Grizzlies – there's an opportunity there. The other thing is the Pelicans. Like, the Pelicans have a really talented starting lineup and up and down, like, really useful players and a pretty deep roster. But I don't think that they're really good enough to compete, and you wonder if they're going to shake things up at some point this season, if they're just, like, a middling team again. Um, Do you shake things up in a way where you make a big trade and you try to go for it? Or do you try to reconstruct? I don't know what the answer is there, but I think that there's some volatility with them for sure. And then Houston. I mean, I, it's hard to believe in Houston. And, like, look, at, look, if you look at Houston and what they've accomplished this season, who have they really beat? Right. Like, they beat the Kings twice without De'Aaron Fox. They beat the Lakers without Anthony Davis. Um, and so I think some of their wins don't necessarily look quite as good as they might on paper. Sure. Um, and so I'm with you. Uh, I, I'm not a believer in Houston, really. All right. Uh, it is a it is championship Saturday for you, my friend. Let's go. Georgia, Alabama for all the marbles. Bama win and in. Um, 
how are we feeling? Like, what is the you know? I, I, I'm you know I you speak for all Bama fans. What is the uh, feeling going into this one? Georgia has sort of had your number. I guess not. I mean, I guess not really. Not really? Yeah, no, not I mean, really. We've we beaten them two out of the last three. Yeah, yeah, not really. They, I mean, they beat you in the one that mattered. But uh, how are we feeling? What is the feeling across all of Tuscaloosa and T Town? Uh, I think that people are pretty confident um, heading into this game. I, now, like, look, Georgia should be favored. I think. Uh, the touchdown or whatever it is now is about right. Um, and Georgia, I, I think, is going to provide a test that Alabama hasn't quite had this season. And so we'll see what happens there. I, I think it's certainly possible Alabama would win. Um, but if you played 10 times, how many times would they win? Three or four, probably. Um, so there's a chance. And honestly, after the way this season started, like with the loss to Texas, and of course I was there in Tuscaloosa when they lost to Texas, and Milro getting benched, and mm. it just felt like this team was taking a major step back, and you know maybe this the program was just going to be a step behind in the NFC moving forward. Maybe it was time for that. That hasn't really been the case, and like for the Iron Bowl to go the way that it did, uh, and to kind of fend off some of the. Auburn voodoo that always happens there. It just felt awesome, and it took it, it took a season that otherwise felt like it was going to be a major step back and was going to be a disappointment. And now to be here and at least have a chance to put yourself in the playoff, I feel pretty good about this season, no matter what happens this weekend. Uh, but I hope they win, and I think they have a chance to win. Can you really keep Georgia out with a loss? Going for three straight. Would the committee really do it? I think you can, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I think Alabama. If everybody could get else went. Yeah. Seriously, I, I seriously think Alabama could get left out. But if Alabama played Florida State, they'd be two touchdown favorites. Like I, I, I love Mike Norvell, great guy. I know everybody here wants him to succeed. Yeah, I know where you're going. Come on, yep. you can't tell me that Florida State's a better team than Alabama. They're just not. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I have a hard time with all of that, man. Time. It really is a. It really is like because because you know look if they if if Florida State wins ACC title game, I mean they they have to be in. Unfortunately, even though they're we know they're not going to have a chance to win it, but that's why the All playoff right. is expanding. I mean, <laughs> you look know? at what happened with Louisville. Look at what happened with Louisville this weekend. Yep, Kentucky's a team that got absolutely or a decent SEC team that was competitive against a lot of SEC teams. They got absolutely spanked by Georgia and Alabama this season in two big opportunities for them, right? And then they went to Louisville, who's like been the darlings of the ACC this year, had one loss, and just pretty much handled them for a lot of that game. So it's just I'm not so sure how good the ACC is. In fact, I think the ACC's not very good this season. And, uh, yeah, I hope for, for the sake of all of us that we get competitive semifinal games and i just don't know if florida state would be competitive yeah drew you're the man appreciate you, you as brother. always dude thanks yeah thanks guys yes sir yes drew hill covers the grizz for the daily event enjoyed this every single thursday here on the show over at espn both heather dennich and adam rittenberg picked georgia not only to win but to also cover the number uh, yeah, they against, are against alabama I mean, uh, alabama's dead the, the, the dream dies alabama's dead yes 
Alabama's uh, I feel, dead. I feel very strong. This season, it was fantastic, and they'll tell the oh, story. Oh, I think you about, meant for the whole youth. Uh, what a great coaching job it was by which Nick it was, Saban, which, which it was. was because again, you you need to adjust to Jalen Milrow once you found out that is the best that you got. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did adjust, but it ends here. It ends here. Yeah. No against con- this George. No consideration for potential limitations from Brock Bowers or Lad McConkey for Georgia. All Kirby has to tell them is, look, they're going to do y'all wrong if you lose. So it's a must win again for us. Right. This isn't a situation because you've got so many contenders where Georgia's good if they lose it, like you might have been in previous years. That's the difference. And so you're going to get their best effort, bro. Right. And, and again, I go back to Milrow's been fantastic, but ultimately you got to be an efficient offense. You do. To, to beat this George team. Yeah, but, you know, don't you think... I don't know if he can be efficient. They're, again, they were shooting themselves in the foot on that drive. He comes back fourth and 31 on right, with the snaps game. and everything else. You turn that ball over against Georgia, you're going to get rolled. I mean, Donkey. Auburn played Georgia tight. Donkey stomped. Auburn played Georgia tight uh, at home earlier in the year, right? Yeah, I mean, at their place. Yeah, so that's what they do. Auburn, you know, I mean, they played Georgia just as tight as they played. When, the, com- when the competition stepped up, Georgia handled it. Uh, did the competition ever step up for Georgia? Oh, they got like three top 25 wins. They got Missouri. Don't act like they got nothing. I'll give them Missouri. And they, I guess, I mean, Ole Miss, but Ole Miss is a fake good team. And Tennessee, which had let go of the rope. Are by you that telling point me you season. got Alabama to cover? Is that what you're trying to say? I think Don't I'm just on be Bama, trying to bro. be contrarian here. I think if I'm that's on what, Bama. Then stand on it. I'm going to stand on business, bro. <laughs> I'm going to stand on business with my uh, Crimson Tie, bro. I mean, they're, they're a team of destiny. They're a team of freaking destiny. Oh, you said that mess earlier this year, didn't you? Yes. That's why you're sticking to it. Yes. Didn't you prognosticate? Didn't you say this was going to happen? Alabama will come back and then yes. beat Georgia and, tie, and then win the whole thing, I think you said. I think they, they, they beat Lost Georgia. Lost your mind. They're beating everybody else. Yes. I'm, I, honestly, I'm rooting for it's Milrow. It's been a great story. I'm rooting Milrow's for a great story. I, we did that. Respect burger to him. Okay. Well, I, you did that when I wasn't here. You can't. You can't. You, no, I'm sure, pretty sure he got one during the, during the season. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we don't have a running tally. We don't have a running tally here. Um, I don't know. Like, I just go back to the fact that the closest that they have seen to, to Jalen Milrow is, is Brady Cook from Missouri. He is no Jaden Daniels. Let me tell you that. Well, that is true. And have you seen what's happening there? We did not discuss yesterday. Did I tell you about the rise he was about to go on? Jaden Daniels is rising. He's absolutely rising. Big time. Yes. Uh, and I'm talking about draft stock, y'all. It's through the roof. Just I behind, predicted it. Just behind Joe Milton on the draft board there uh, is Jaden Daniels. So you got to – What? You got to – yeah, Joe Milton. What board are you on? Dude, NFL GMs love Joe Milton, bro. He's got an absolute cannon. John's lying, y'all. You don't think Joe Milton's an NFL uh, quarterback, bro? You on Vol Quest or something, fool? Yeah, they say – they get up out here. They Even saying, they wouldn't say he's an <laughs> NFL quarterback. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy – celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.